So, the Packers didn't pick another first-round wide receiver again. Welcome to an episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Oh, here we go again, Grossi. And today we're going to be breaking down the Green Bay Packers' two draft picks in the first round of the 2022 NFL draft, being Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt. And I got a lot to say <laughs> about these picks. And I will say that there was a bit of a disbelief in the chat when I wasn't absolutely losing my mind. And man, I could have made so much more money if I screamed and cried and pretended that I was really that upset. But in all honesty, I really wasn't because I understood these picks. I think that there is a lot of context that is missing in these conversations, especially when you have Adam Schefter tweeting out, oh, that makes 20 years now that the Packers haven't drafted a first-round wide receiver. But on top of that, they drafted Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams in the second round. But it doesn't matter because we haven't drafted a first-round wide receiver Nothing counts. But don't you worry, we'll be getting to that. Let's start off with our number 22 pick, and that's linebacker from Georgia, Quay Walker. Now, I'm going to give myself a tiny bit of a pat on the back here, because this morning I released a video talking about five non-wide receiver picks that the Packers could potentially do during this draft. And guess who was on that list? Quay Walker, a linebacker from Georgia, 6'4", 241 pounds. And I had mentioned in today's video, or technically yesterday because it's one o'clock in the morning, that this guy had been rising up boards. And considering his skill set, the fact that he was great in coverage, PFF put out, the fact that in 548 coverage snaps, he allowed zero touchdowns. And on top of that, how good he is in run defense, that he absolutely could be a pick for the Packers, who for historically have ignored inside linebacker. However, they brought back Devondre Campbell, which is great, and now they've paired him with another first-round talent, a guy is who's a super athlete, and while he didn't play in the 2020 season, in 2021 had 37 solo tackles, five and a half for a loss, he had a sack and a half and three passes defended. And again, their Packers really could just utilize him however they want. He could go after the quarterback if they really want to. He could drop back in coverage. He could stop the run. And it basically makes that middle of the field even better. And now, for the first time in a very long time, they have depth. Packers fans will remember when we literally took Clay Matthews, whose job literally was to rush after the quarterback, and we moved him inside because we literally didn't have any inside linebackers. Those days are long gone, and now, hopefully, we have two starting inside linebackers with Chris Barnes being the backup that really could help this Packers defense. Now, I will admit, when this happened, I was a little taken aback, not because we didn't draft a wide receiver, but because there was a lot of other guys on the board. You had guys like Jermaine Johnson, you had other linebackers like N'Kobe Dean, who was still there, and this is the thing. I have my opinions based on the tape that I saw, right? I saw, I was like, wow, okay, these guys are good. However, I am never going to sit here and pretend that I am a master of all things going, oh, well, 
this guy, I didn't see him in a lot of mock drafts. I saw these other names, so th these guys must be better because that's stupid. Because mock drafts are literally just for fun. That's all they are. Just like after this draft, I'm going to do draft grades. And every single year, I preface it, is that nobody has any idea how these players are going to be. You could take your best guess, right? That's why, you know, you have teams that trade up. You look at the Detroit Lions. They got Jamison Williams. And Aaron Rodgers even said on the Pat McAfee show tonight that he thought that Jamison Williams was the most NFL-ready wide receiver in this draft. But there's potential based off where he's going, who's throwing to him, etc., Jamison Williams might not be good because if we had a guarantee that all these guys were going to be good, then we wouldn't have a Tom Brady falling to the sixth round. We wouldn't have an Aaron Jones falling to the fifth round. We wouldn't have these guys who go undrafted and turn into Hall of Famers, right? It literally is an educated guess. Now, the Packers picked him very early. Who knows? He could have gone to another team. N'Kobe Dean still didn't get picked. So all the other teams saw something and go, you know what? Maybe not. Jermaine Johnson, he was heralded to be a top 10. I didn't even have him getting picked in the first round of my latest mock draft. He fell all the way to the Kansas City Chiefs. The point is, is that there are people in the NFL whose sole job is to scout these players and say, hey, based on all the homework I did, based on what I've seen, I think this guy could be good. And there's nothing wrong with saying, oh, I wish they picked this guy or I don't really get this pick. That's fine. But the people that are coming out of the woodwork going, oh, well, this was a reach and a half. Oh, he could have been there in the third round. First of all, you have no idea if that is true. Literally no basis for that whatsoever. You have no idea what any single NFL team's board looks like at all. And on top of that, you don't know if this player is going to wind up being worth it. If we picked a wide receiver at 22 instead of Quay Walker and that receiver sucked, then the Packers would get crapped all over for that. The point that I'm making is have some patience with this. I like the pick just because of who the player is. I think Quay Walker is going to pair very nicely with Devondre Campbell. I think Joe Barry is going to utilize him very, very well. He's super athletic and it makes the defense better. Following that at number 28, the Green Bay Packers went back to Georgia because the G's, they just, just, just carried them over from Georgia to Green Bay. Getting Devontae Wyatt, who... I mocked weeks ago to the Green Bay Packers at 22, not 28, mocking them there, and I got a lot of pushback of, oh, he's too old, which he is 24, and I thought that's why they potentially would go at Jordan Davis. However, Jordan Davis was picked by the Philadelphia Eagles, so that was out the window. But Devontae Wyatt was a guy the Packers were very, very interested in. Aaron Rodgers even said, like, oh, I, I kind of have a little bit of a source there that the Packers really like Devontae Wyatt. And this guy is just a freak athlete. Ran a 4.77, 43, 307 pounds, had seven tackles for a loss, two and a half sacks in 2021, and two forced fumbles. And the guy can get after the quarterback. He can stuff the middle when it comes to the run game. And now you're finally, finally, getting Kenny Clark some help. And I mentioned this way back when the draft process all started, that one of the big needs of the Packers was to get a defensive lineman. Because yes, you got Jaron Reed from the Chiefs, but you're investing in that defensive line. And right now I'm sitting back, I'm looking at that defense going, damn, that defense is going to be hard to throw against and that defense is going to be hard to run against. 
And those are great things that you want to see in a championship caliber defense. Now, there is some worries about his off the field issues in which a couple of years ago, there were some incidents there. Goody addressed this too on the podium and basically said, we talked to him about it. He didn't hurt anybody and they were comfortable enough, which the Packers are usually very careful in terms of like the guys they bring in in terms of their character. They were comfortable enough to draft him. I think that he was the best player available at that position. And again, while they could have gone edge or they could have gone safety, hell, they could have gone CB and gotten Daxton Hill. I think getting Devontae Wyatt and just being able to get after the quarterback and limit the run, I think that's going to do wonders for their defense for this upcoming season. So let's talk about the elephant in the room real quick and talk about the Packers not drafting a wide receiver. I already mentioned the guys that we've gotten in the second round. The point is, is that the Packers have two more picks in the second round, including a third, and they have multiple fourth round picks. The Packers have capital if they would like to, to move up. But a lot of people are looking at the Packers and going, well, why didn't you get a wide receiver, right? Well, let's take a look here. First of all, there was a run of wide receivers, which a lot of us expected, and they went very, very quickly. So much so that the Lions said, hey, let's trade with the Vikings so that we can go all the way back up to get Jamison Williams. On top of that, Aaron Rodgers, again, on Pat McAvee, not only mentioned that he liked Jamison Williams, but also mentioned that a lot of those wide receivers are busts. And for him and the Packers, they didn't really see a Justin Jefferson in this draft, meaning a guy who could come in and make an immediate impact. And so, basically, you have people who are sitting here and going, well, why didn't you reach for a wide receiver? It's a massive need. And granted, it 100% is a massive need. But as Goody said, literally in his press conference, and as has been reiterated on this channel, the Packers have until September to field a team. If we wind up going, and we don't know, if they drafted George Pickens at 28 or 22, this would not be a conversation. Guess what? We still could get George Pickens tomorrow. We could go get Christian Watson tomorrow. Oh, and now we have really good defenders who are super athletes as well. Looks like we can have our cake and eat it too. The Packers obviously know that they need a wide receiver. However, what does that tell you? That they have that glaring need and yet they were not willing to reach for one because they thought the guys they could draft in the first round could help them even more than getting a wide receiver and filling that need. It's the old adage of best player available versus drafting for need. And I gotta tell you, drafting for need usually gets you in trouble. And so we're sitting here now and what's gonna be day two and the Packers still have a glaring need at wide receiver. It's a good thing that they have three day two picks and many more day three picks. And even Aaron Rodgers said, you can find players in all of these different rounds. And he said so himself that he would do the work to get them ready. So I gotta say, this whole BS narrative of being a white knight for Aaron Rodgers and being like, oh, the Packers, they're disrespecting him. They're not treating him right. When the guy himself is saying, yeah, it makes sense that we didn't reach for one. We can go get guys on later rounds. And on top of that, there's also free agents that we can bring in. The guy himself is saying that. He's talking about how much better the relationship is with the Packers. He's getting insight and they're having communication on who the Packers want to draft. So guess what? He's not being held hostage. He is being helped because the pieces tonight get them that much closer to a championship defense. And their offense, by the way, is going to have two of the best running backs in the league. And I need to reiterate this again. 
I, the Packers, everyone and their mother understand the Packers need to go and address and get more wide receivers. We have the capital to go and do that. Look at our previous success in the second round. And again, we can still go into free agency. And hell, maybe we can make a trade. Everybody else is going to get traded. So why not? The point is, is that a lot of people are judging the entire draft based off of the first round, which is just quite frankly wrong. Goody said, I'm not going to go get a player just because they have a WR next to their name. Because while that would silence the fans and, you know, quell the masses for a little bit, it might not necessarily make the team better. Because if they have ranked their wide receivers like they most certainly did, and the guy didn't fit the bill for where they were picking, they're not going to pick him. And instead, they have opportunities to go get guys who have round two designations tomorrow. Will those round two wide receivers be good? I don't know. Will any of these round one wide receivers be good? I don't know. And neither do the Packers. They put their money, time, and effort into scouting these guys. And just like every other team in the NFL, they're making their best guess based off the information that they have. So, Packers fans, I wouldn't freak out. You can freak out if you want to. You do whatever you got to do, whatever makes you feel better. But I'm not going to freak out about this. I think we added some awesome pieces to our defense and now let's see what we could do for our offense tomorrow. But that's just my opinion. Let me know what you think. You know, I saw me at TomGrassyComedy.com or TomGrassyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.